0: Kylian Mbappe is on the move whilst Nico Williams and links to the Spanish International have ramped up ahead of a weekend in which Arsenal face Burnley with Mikel Arteta set to face the press. This is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning, usually at 8am, but today uh, we're starting 30 minutes earlier at 7.30am, which is why I'm so massively thankful uh, for those that are tuned in, that saw the messages on Twitter, saw the messages on the YouTube community feed that know this is dropping live. Thank you to you guys and girls that have tuned in uh, at such an early time. Uh, The reason for this is obviously I'm starting work at 8 because Mikel Arteta's press conference is very early this morning at 9 o'clock. So uh, I can't obviously do the show while I'm on shift. So I've moved this to accommodate both examples. What it does mean is that I'm really reliant on you guys today. This could be the most challenging day to hit the 1K-like challenge for every single day because people are expecting this show to go at 8. I can send all the messages out I like, but they're ultimately not going to see them all. Um, so if you could, make sure you drop a like on the video to help us get to that 1k per day target. Today, I think, could be our biggest challenge. But let's wait and see. Let's see if the community can come together and solve this problem. Uh, good morning to those that have joined us and have got up exceptionally early. Uh, Glenn, Lee, Darren, Red Star, Amira, Pika, Who, Matt G, Mr. Remax, Maximus, Imper Angela, Jean, Sean. Um, Jean and Sean. Uh, Chips and Peas, Brian, Darbas, Kaiser, Carl, Stevie, Steve, uh vala and uh, rob we've got akmal and uh, we've got louis and graham and damien and Stephen and Clincy, carlton shari the process uh bingy sweating merlot rowan arasilky paul Morgie, uh, yomi thank you so much guys and girls for tuning in it is very much appreciated so thank you for that and all of the rest of you as well and those listening on audio platforms as well you'll be getting this dropping into your feet a little bit earlier than usual, we start as always with, of course, our stories. If you haven't yet listened back to our phone in show we did yesterday, it was about an hour long. We had a few callers call in to talk about the ticketing and atmosphere situation. It was a really honest and open conversation. So please do make sure um, you listen back to that. But thank you, uh, that is always appreciated when you do show so much love onto those afternoon and evening shows. But yes, today's show is dropping early for you because Mikel Arteta's press conference takes place. Today at the Sober Realty uh, Training Centre, of course, after its renaming, following the partnership uh, with the company, which is in the name of London Coldy Changed, Um, Arteta will be discussing the Burnley match, will be discussing the latest team news, we're hoping to find out whether or not Tomiyasu is going to be available in the squad, finding out if there's any updates, the likes of Fabio Vieira, Gabriel Jesus, Thomas Partey, Timber, uh, Zinchenko, uh, Emile Smith-Rowe, there's a lot of players that we're waiting to find out more about and whether or not they're making their way back to the team. And uh, I look forward to hearing from the Spaniard on all of those as he takes on the press at nine. Meanwhile, Caitlin Ford has won the PFA's Player of the Month award. Massive congratulations to Arsenal's forward, who's obviously in a very difficult season, continues to shine uh, for Jonas Eideval's side after she had a very good World Cup, of course, in the previous summer. And uh, we, as MM points out, have sold out the Emirates for Arsenal's WSL game against Manchester United. Amazing. Um, brilliant, brilliant work by the club, by the fans, of course, who are getting involved and going and watching these games. Should be an amazing atmosphere, should be a brilliant game, and ultimately one which is really important in the context of Arsenal's season. Uh, so, best of luck to the ladies, and fingers crossed we can get the result that we need. Marquinhos and his loan to Fluminense has been confirmed. Uh, the Brazilian youth international who had been playing with the under 23s at the pre Olympic tournament he uh, has now left the club and joins all the way through till 2025. Now the Brazilian league of course takes place um at the uh, it takes place during a calendar year rather than the cross calendar year that uh, our seasons do here in Europe so therefore it makes sense that he's joining for the entirety of the uh, Brazilian season which is a really positive thing. Um and he hopefully will get plenty of minutes and then we will see where we stand with Marquinhos in January of 2025 um, but the first transfer of the summer if you like i guess because you know it's it's after january the next transfer window i suppose is is the summer but uh, still certainly their winter window or summer window in the case of brazil but uh, marquinhos who wish him the best of luck and hopefully he improves now carlos cuesta according to the guardian is of interest to norwich city one of our set backroom staff and a key member of that group that has been at the club for the majority of Mikel Arteta's tenure here in North London, Uh, could leave the club. Um, He is very highly rated amongst the group and is being considered by Norwich City as a candidate for their potential future head coach. We'll update you as much as we can with this story as it progresses. We hope that he doesn't leave because he's been a really good part of the coaching staff. But we've already had Steve Round, of course, leave the club recently too. The club didn't replace him... Like directly, uh, we've just kind of seen internal promotions, if you like, from those within the group. Albert Stuvenberg has been linked with manager jobs as well. With Ajax also being mentioned in the past, but that's now obviously been filled. And I think one of the next challenges that Mikel Arteta will face is the potential for that um, that group, that group of coaches to change Uh, for Alex Ferguson, for instance, had as many as seven or eight assistant coaches during his time with Manchester United. These groups do change. The backroom staff are molded and switched out and go on to do their own things because that's what their own ambitions are. They can't stay assistant managers and assistant coaches forever. Um, but uh, moving forwards, Carlos Cuesta could be of interest in Norwich City and we'll see if indeed that has uh, success and if he does move on, we will wish him the best of luck um, but Carlos Cuesta uh, will be missed if indeed he does move on from the club. Uh, now into transfers and Nico Williams, we know has been linked with Arsenal, uh, Spanish outlets uh, raising this story first, John Cross of The Mirror, of course reporting this story the other day and there has been further doubling down by multiple outlets around this story that Nico Williams seems to be emerging as a real key figure in Arsenal's potential summer plans it does appear that a wide player is indeed very much on the cards for Arsenal for the summer transfer window but Nico Williams and the links to the player are on the rise so keep an eye out for this one in the summer if indeed these do continue to grow and as the closer we get to the summer transfer when that window opens if those links have persisted we will of course do a tactical breakdown on him during the uh, or after the end of this season Um, but he seems to be one of the key players that arsenal are keeping tabs on he's still despite signing a new contract has that 50 million euro release clause so he seems like an accessible um, signing as well for the amount of money that he would cost around 40 42 million pounds so keep an eye on this one can play on both sides really talented player at 21 and already a Spanish senior international as well. Bad news, though, is Yorl Jato is reportedly close to signing a brand new contract with Ajax. Arsenal have had a significant interest in the player since January. There wasn't any move made for the player during that winter window. And now it seems as though he may indeed extend his stay. The suggestions that he will sign a deal through until 2028 that will not, according to Fabrizio Romano, include a release clause, which will make it all the more difficult to land the player, and Arsenal would have to negotiate a very good deal with Ajax to get Joral Hato through the door. So this could be one to watch still in the summer. But as a still, I think, 17-year-old, Yoral Hato, of course, remains uh, very much an Ajax player in this new deal. And he cements his position in that club for the foreseeable future. And the headline story of yesterday, and of course, bleeding through into the conversation surrounding Arsenal, is Kylian Mbappe. The news that he will be leaving PSG at the end of this season on a free transfer. And according to David Ornstein, will save PSG as much as 200 million euros a year. An incredible amount of money for one player. An incredible amount that PSG have to invest season upon season upon season to try and keep Kylian Mbappe at the club and meaning that any club that moves in for the player is going to have to play, you'd imagine at least that amount of money to keep him and to sign him. Do Arsenal have this amount of money to give to one player? No, they don't. I cannot foresee how on earth they are ever going to be able to afford this and the, the idea that any Arsenal fans out there think that this is like potentially viable for Arsenal to do, I think just need to have a little bit of a A grounding of reality because the money involved to do this just unless he is willing to slice his expectations financially it just doesn't make any any sense whatsoever Real Madrid seems to be the most likely candidate and I guess there's also Saudi clubs as well that will be interested in trying to convince him to move and they'll be putting some big monetary offers on the table also to try and sign Mbappe and we'll see, therefore, if money is the motivation. I say money if the motivation. If he doesn't move to Saudi, it's still going to be very much a motivating factor wherever he ends up moving to. But Real Madrid um, are in a very strong position. They know he's leaving. They know that Real Madrid will be the club that he really wants to move to, most likely of all clubs on the planet. And so they have that power, I suppose, in any amount of negotiations. So... Very much uh, an exciting one. Avanab says it's wage. 200 million of wage in four or five years, plus 30 million signing on bonus. I mean, look at what David Ornstein says. It will save the club 200 million euros per year. So it's not me saying this. David Ornstein, 200 million euros per year, they are saying. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Saving with Mbappe leaving incredible amounts of money and no chance that Arsenal get involved right let's move to part two and your questions right after this right part two uh now of course we are as i said at the start of the show for those that are joining in late and thinking why on earth tom are you live this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever And you'd be right. Um, But Mikel Arteta's press conference being early this morning means that we don't have much of a choice um, because I had to record this now. And as I said at the start of the show, those that are tuning in late or those that are watching wondering why on catch up because they always tune in live. And yet now I'm watching on catch up and it sucks. I know uh, for those that love being in the live chat box, but please do help us out in our 1K everyday challenge. We try to get to 1,000 likes on every single video. And to do that today, I think is going to be very, very tough because we are not doing the show at the usual time. Um, But thank you to those that have already dropped a like on the video and those that are continuing to do so. And those that are listening on audio platforms, you more than anyone, perhaps, because you're used to listening on catch up on those audio platforms. We need you to hop over to YouTube and give the show that like to help us towards our target. So. Thank you to those that will and uh, are planning on and have just liked the video. Right. Um, Martin says, so I come out of the gym at 7.30, get in the car, pick up the phone. The show's already started, sorted. I don't have Twitter or whatever they call it. Well, Martin, there you go. What a lovely surprise, I suppose, that already is. Josh says, my world has been shaken since this early start as well. (laughs) Ackmouse says, hashtag Arteta out if Tom can't get 1,000 likes because of his early Podcast. Uh, Carl says, I was in Rome when Pascal Sigan single handedly terrorized that Roma team. What a flashback. Lovely story. Damien says the Premier League should tell Mikel not to bother doing his pre match press conferences as he doesn't say anything anyway. There are frustrations, of course, sometimes with uh, Mikel Arteta and not answering um, questions. And I absolutely understand that. I really, really do but I have to respect it to some degree. He wants to tell as much as he can tell. It's it's awful for my job and trying to get out a story and things like that and trying to get an answer to questions we want answers to, but you got to respect it. Uh, Ian says, does Real Madrid even have that amount of money? I mean, three to four years of that contract is GDP of some countries. The inequation uh, is ridiculous, almost laughable. I mean, if they do, they'll get that deal done. If not, maybe they will have to find a negotiation where he accepts a lower transfer fee and so for that reason i think that from my perspective anyway um i cannot say i think we've already seen reports suggesting that mbappe has been offered a deal that was lower than what the, the previous offer was from real madrid in the past and that's because real madrid know and have the power uh, of uh, that success, so yeah, at least there's Tom, question I asked yesterday about David Dean's book. Apparently, it was decided by the club that the content in the novel was not in the best interest of the current owners. Lee, you're gonna have to leave a source for that information. Quite the accusation, if so, but do leave a source uh, in the chat box. Damien says, I completely agree with this approach. I don't let the opposition team know more than they do already. I and mean, this is fair, you know, he wants to try and keep as much Arteta under wraps as he can. Um, Kazang says, Tom, do you have a TikTok account? Uh, I do, uh, do live match watch-alongs. I mean, at the game's working, so I'm not going to be doing any watch-alongs. Although, I'm actually not at the game this week, and I'm not working. I'm going to be watching this game as a fan. We might even do a phone-in show after the uh, on the full-time whistle, because I'm not actually working for the first time in a long time uh, with one of the games on. So do watch out for that. Um, but yeah, I don't have a TikTok account. It's just never something I've, I've ever had the need for. But I certainly think that um, i certainly think that I could benefit from it i guess in some ways but it's short form content It's not been something we've pushed too much on the channel but probably something that we should do more with uh, ben brown says hey tom could you at some point go through your story to becoming a journalist i would love to do what you do but i don't know where to start i can in maybe a longer show maybe in the summer we can do one of those but uh i can give you a short form version used to be a teacher always did writing on the side always did this channel on the side built up a portfolio." emailed a lot of websites about potentially getting a position, got lucky, got a position, worked for minimum wage or lower the minimum wage actually for quite a while, for around a year. And then a job at Football London came up, applied for it, got it, and the rest is history. So that's, that's kind of it. But just build up a portfolio of work, never stop working, no, do work for free. I used to work at lots of different websites and produce articles for free um, to build up that. And, and, and kind of value of work because I didn't do a journalism degree so I knew I was always going to be on the back foot in that regard so I did loads of work to try and you know um, balance that out if you like uh, Input says Tom do you think disregarding FFP and stuff Cronky uh, would accept that kind of money being paid to Mbappe if he joins Arsenal we've seen him bringing big money players uh, into the Denver Nuggets as well I, Arsenal as a football club are one of the richest clubs in the world this is just the reality one of the biggest clubs in the world and one of the most richest clubs in the world. And therefore, the amount of money we would spend on Mbappe, I think is certainly feasible to do. But the reality of the financial restrictions of financial fair play and profit and sustainability, I don't think would allow it. And also, obviously, the other moves that we want to make. We want to do deals for other players as well. And that deal to Mbappe would probably most likely stop that from happening. Not only that, but it would, of course, break apart the, the way structure that we already have at the club and lee says if you watch robbie's interview with david dean he'll reveal it all thank you for providing the source of that information lee. really appreciate it uh, jameson says hey tom are you going to be watching the nba all-star game i'm not into nba i'm afraid jameson it's just not my sport uh i have been to watch the knicks in madison square garden and it's just not for me um uh, some things are i prefer to watch golf on telly than i do basketball call me mad but i do um it's just not my thing Um, Matt G says this journalism malarkey looks like a lot of hard work yeah it is (laughs) it's a lot of hard work and it's it's not exactly the most stable job in the world as you know we've come to to see Um, and I very very nearly wasn't in the position I'm in now at the end of last year which was surviving a third round of redundancies at our company that I've currently at and I'm very very fortunate to still be doing what I'm doing. Um, it's yeah, you live each day as it comes really as a journalist, there's the stability is, is always somewhat threatening and you know, there's a lot of anxiety about it, but it's, it's the risk that that you ultimately take, I guess. Um, Mark says, Tom, is Jorginho fit to play against Burnley? And do you think he'll make the rotation? I guess you will find out more in Michael Arteta's press conference. He has trained to uh, this week. We've seen him in training this week. So hopefully Mark, he will be available. Um, Bizarre said, Who said that Mbappe wouldn't take a wage cut in order to join a European club? No one, no one said that he wouldn't, to be fair. Um, but I guess we will wait and see. Uh, Daniel says, I'm going to watch Miami Heat against Denver Nuggets on my holiday to Florida next month. Of course, I hope the Cronky boys get the W, but I'll need to stay quiet in the crowds. Yeah, maybe not say anything about that. I don't know what it's like in terms of, um, in terms of American sports of fans of other teams sitting together because, of course, you know, in, in football in europe uh you don't see fans of other clubs sitting amongst one another rugby you do you know fans of of both sides of the rugby team sit together in the stadium um because it's just not seen as a hooligan sport, you know it's not seen as a tribal sport in the same way, and it's there's a lot more kind of mutual respect between clubs that you can do that but um yeah i don't know how it is I guess you'll have to let me know if, if you know daniel and uh, if any American listeners can let us know about how it is with fans sitting next to one another. Uh, James says, Americans aren't as tribal. You'll be fine, Daniel. Um, Input says, very toned down, like 20% the amount of passion as there is here for football. Uh, Rob says, what about predictions for Burnley? More than 6-0. I'm going for a 4-1. Well, Rob, you'll have to tune in for our preview show a little bit later on today to get that. Uh, Matt G says, Tom, who plays more minutes for now until the end of the season, Partey? Or Timber. You know, you'd be probably better off putting your money on Timber at this stage. There's a hope that he could be back in March, which is great. And if he gets back and he's back fully fit and he survives his his potential, any reoccurrences or setbacks, you'd probably back him to play more games. But uh, yeah, tough one. Real tough one to pick because Partey's just so unreliable, isn't he? So you never really know what you're going to get with uh, with Thomas Partey. Uh, Frank says, who in your opinion is the best summer signing of the Premier League this season? I mean, Declan Rice is, is going to be very hard for teams to beat. Very, very difficult for anybody really to beat Declan Rice. I'm trying to think amongst other teams, even teams lower down the table uh, in terms of signings that they've made. But I mean, you compare Moises Caicedo to Declan Rice, it's just no contest. It's absolutely... No contest whatsoever. I think um, Adoji joined early, didn't he, and then was loaned back in his return. He's been very good. Madison's obviously been very good for Spurs as well. Aston Villa, Moussa Diaby's had a very good season. Pal Torres. When did Pau Torres arrive? Was it in the summer? He's had a very, very good season for Villa as well. Um, Trying to think of anybody else, really, that can really match Declan Rice. Uh, Cole Palmer's been very good for Chelsea. Um, Been very, very good indeed. Joao Pedro says Daniel. Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon's been at uh, Newcastle way longer um, than this summer. But Joao Pedro and Rice definitely are up there. Mark says Zoboslai, of course. Kudus at West Ham. Yep. Uh, Doku has made an impact for City. Yeah, I think Doku's impact has certainly diminished. I stand by by my claim and I'll stand by it until I'm proved wrong that ultimately Kai Havertz. I think it's had more of an impact to Arsenal than Doku has at Man City. That's my my hot take of the season. I know that not many people will agree, but that's where I'm at. Uh, Damien Angelo saying Vicario. Again, yeah, he's been very good. Spurs have done some good business this summer. You have to admit that. Like You can't not admit that they've done some very good business. And it's frustrating. But you look at Vicario, you look at the introduction of Adoji, who I know was obviously not a summer signing, but still introdu- introducing him. Uh, James Madison, of course, has been very, very good also. And they've done other business in the summer. I think Brennan um, Brendan Johnson has come in. And then in January, they did more business, brought more players in as well. So, yeah, uh, van der Ven's been very good for them. Yeah, they've had a very, very good year of transfers, have spurs. And obviously, they brought in um, Ange Postecoglou as well, who's done you have to say you have a good job. I hate it. I hate saying that they've been good or what they've done is good, but it's the reality they have. It's not been as good as Arsenal. Uh, and that's why we are where they we are and where they are where they are. But still, uh, it is what it is. Uh, Daniel says, Tom, I've always felt like there's unlikely to be room for Smithrow and Vieira next year, especially if Nguyeneri uh, continues to develop. Does that make it overwhelmingly likely that one of the two is sold? Uh, I think that there is a chance that one of those two will be sold. Um, but... uh yeah, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. It's difficult to see a place of both of them with Nuneri coming through. Uh, DS says, where is Doku? I don't remember seeing him. And uh, Marcus says, Doc who? <laughs> uh, Bizarre says, I think we should loan out or sell Vie- uh, Vieira. He has, been, uh, he has not been impressive ever since he has been at Arsenal, but that's just my opinion. Do you fancy Havertz playing up top again? Probably again this weekend. There's a chance of him playing, but Trossard had an excellent game at West Ham and maybe that's the right choice once again, depending on how Gabriel Jesus is uh, responding to things. We are going to end the show and we end the show here with Paul saying, ouch, you're early this morning, Tom. Good morning to the TGT family. Yes, uh, this is an early show and it's finishing early as I mentioned at the start of the show. For those that are tuning in late, uh, it is Mikel Arteta's press conference is the reason why this show has gone out half an hour earlier than usual. Don't worry, tomorrow I'll be back at the usual time of 8 a.m um and uh yes i look forward to uh to speaking about tomorrow morning all the fallout from that presser that you will obviously some of you listening on catch up will have already known what Arteta is talking about but we will round that up and any more news and there'll be a preview show this evening uh for the game against burnley as well Have a fantastic day. Please, before you leave, drop a like on the video. As I say, it's going to be such a challenge to get to 1K likes today because of us shaking up the time of when this had to be. So if you can help us out with a like, that would be so very much appreciated. Thank you so much for everyone listening. I will speak to you tomorrow uh, and this evening. Uh, Stay safe, stay well, stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal.